Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yes, the lights go out. The game is over, and we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Parkless in the corner, fakes, drives in, and lost the ball. Be elite to the steal. Shoveled it over to Curry, two on one. Curry lobbed to Payton, goes up and jammed it. A two hand slam for Gary Payton, the second, off a beautiful feed from Stephen Curry. And we welcome you inside Golden One Center. Warriors wrap up here on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson with you for the next hour or so. 888-957-9570. That's the phone number to participate in the program. You can do so via text or via the phone lines. 888-957-9570. The highlight as we open, Gary Payton receiving the lob from Stephen Curry. Dunking it. And the big question on Warriors live before this ball game with Whitey Gleason and myself was, hey, Andre Iguodala's out. He's dealing with the, the left hip soreness. That means someone that hasn't been playing with regularity is going to insert himself into the Golden State Warriors rotation. And as it turns out, Gary Payton II, uh, a man that could have been claimed by anybody in the NBA uh, just a week ago, wound up being the, the, the guy that was back into the rotation from the 15th roster spot. And and I said it at the time, uh, just to kind of start with Gary Payton the second, I said it at the time when the Warriors announced that he was going to be coming back and, and that he essentially won the 15th spot. He wasn't truly going to be a 15th man. If, if you look at the way that this Warriors roster is constructed, and, and we've seen through the course of the first three games now as the Warriors sit at 3-0 and with their win tonight in Sacramento, uh, he's really more like a, like a ninth or a tenth man uh, because of the skill set that he has and, and the ability to, to defend at a high level, the ability to cut. And he just seems like a good fit both ways for this Warriors team. Knocked down a couple of big threes late third quarter and early fourth quarter. And uh, just all around, a, a real solid win for the Golden State Warriors tonight. 119-107, to the final in Sacramento. So this team now 3-0 and on the season. No letdown tonight for the Warriors. Bit of a malaise, uh, it felt like, in, in the first quarter. Warriors trailed 31-29 at the end of one. Uh, Stephen Curry, though, keeping the Warriors in it, uh, 11 points. Warriors kind of let Davion Mitchell get going a little bit, but uh, shots that you want Davion Mitchell to take in the early going of his career, first week it had been all defense, no offense, 
and Davion Mitchell got on a little bit of a roll, uh, knocking down some three-pointers as he had 17 in the first half. Uh, but the Warriors just kind of hanging around, never let it get too far out of hand. The Kings did lead by as many as eight in that first half, but uh, by the time it was all said and done at halftime, it was a 62-60 lead for Sacramento. Felt like the defense was was kind of in a malaise in the first half. A lot of missed layups tonight uh, on the negative front uh, for the Warriors. Uh, but they were just kind of hanging around until they were going to make their run, and, and they wound up making their push uh, really in the third quarter to, to kind of take control. The Warriors led by two going to the fourth quarter. And a big key, I felt, uh, for the Warriors was the top of the fourth quarter. When Stephen Curry went to the bench, the Warriors were a plus eight in the minutes that he had played going into the fourth quarter. He sat the first 7-0-3 to start that fourth quarter, came back with 4.57 to go. Steve Kerr actually had to call a timeout to put him back in the game, and the Warriors had moved from up two at the beginning of the quarter to up six. Uh, with the 4.57 to go, 107 to 101. Juan Toscano Anderson and Andrew Wiggins hit a, a couple of big threes that were maybe quick shots, but 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 he knocked them down. And then Andrew Wiggins with the dagger uh, three-pointer uh, late in this one. And Steve Kerr, a massive fist pump uh, after that Wiggins three that basically put this game on ice. Uh, jokingly on Twitter, I said that was a, uh, quote, we're chasing wins, uh, end quote, level fist pump from Steve Kerr. Warriors get the win, 119-107, to 107, and uh, they are now 3-0 and as they head to Oklahoma City where they're going to take on the Thunder on Tuesday night, and then it's back home for the longest homestand in franchise history. This Warriors team now set up to really get off to a fantastic start. 888-957-9570, uh, that is the phone number. Uh, give me a call. Shoot me a text here. It's Warriors wrap-up. John Dickinson with you until 10 o'clock uh, on 95.7 The Game. I'm coming to you live from Golden One Center where 13,876 saw the Warriors get the victory over the Sacramento Kings uh, in this basketball game tonight. Looking at uh, just uh, up and down uh, the, the box score from this one, it, it's indicative and I think the biggest and most impressive thing for the Warriors to this point through these three games has been how many different players have been able to contribute to the Warriors earning these first three wins. Of course, there's been a lot of Stephen Curry, and, and tonight there was surely a, a lot of Stephen Curry at times keeping the Warriors in the game, but not Stephen Curry's best shooting night in 35 minutes tonight. Again, uh, 4 of 15 from three-point range, 9 of 23 overall. But you go up and down uh, the line for the Warriors in this one, and it winds up being six different players in double figures. Jordan Poole pitched in. 22 and a solid effort for him in 32 minutes. You look at Andrew Wiggins with a steady 17. How about Draymond Green? No complaints about Draymond Green's offense coming out of this one in terms of scoring the basketball. And the Warriors are just so tough to beat when Draymond Green has double figures in the scoring department. Draymond Green winds up with 14. Damian Lee had 11, and he continues to be someone that Steve Kerr trusts to be a, a, a fixture uh, in the rotation. 
but uh, the guy that stepped in and stepped in admirably in the minutes that were left with Andre Iguodala being out uh, was Gary Payton the second, and yeah, just solid defense. He caught the lob and the highlight we played off the top. He knocked down those two big three pointers and and answered one of the key questions is just somebody else that that has been able to contribute in a big time fashion for the Warriors to to be able to to earn the record that they have here uh, a week into the season and and now a chance to to frankly go big uh, and, and have an opportunity to to maybe get off to uh, when it's all said and done a 12 and 4 uh you know kind of a starter you know it really pushed this thing forward as they start to to head down the path of when Clay Thompson uh, is going to be coming back and, and going to be joining the fray uh, for this Warriors team sometime around the end of December, possibly maybe even uh, early on into January. So a lot of good things to talk about. Uh, my question for you, just to, to begin the program, uh, are the expectations maybe changing a little bit for this team? Because that's been something that I've been you know trying to wrap my head around here uh, over the course of the last couple of days. They, they found a Getting the, getting the win against the Clippers on Thursday night. Now they're 3-0. and Now the schedule turns. It's OKC for two of the next three and the long homestand. And I don't know that the expectations necessarily change because I think the, the Warriors' stated expectations were be top four in the West, be in the mix, uh, put themselves in a position where maybe they could, they could make a run uh, come April, come May, when not only Clay Thompson would figure to be back in the fold, but the rest of this Warriors team would have an opportunity to to gel and and grow together. So I don't think internally, as I sort of lay out that question, that the expectations within the group and within the team have changed whatsoever. I think they they believe that it's just all right, status quo on track, right where they want to be. Uh, but then the other question is just what's been the most impressive aspect. Uh, of this team to this point uh, throughout the, the beginning of the season. It, and, and for me, it just has to be so many different contributions and so many different ways that, that this Warriors team can beat you. We've, we've seen them beat you, uh, beat you with the offense, we've seen them beat you with Steph Curry going off like he did in the first and, and fourth quarters against the Clippers. I thought tonight in the second half, the Warriors clamped down defensively on Sacramento after really a loosely played first half, 62-60 at the break. Third quarter, Warriors outscore the Kings 30-26. to The defense was much more intense, much more solid in that third quarter, and actually it would have been even better had it not been for a couple of chunked layups that led to some transition opportunities late in the third quarter for the Kings. They got a hit a three, had a, had a run out dunk, got another layup. Uh, there was six, seven points there at the end of the quarter that uh, it could have been a great third quarter defensively, but, but the offense for the Warriors, a couple of bad shots, some, some fumbled bungled possessions uh, in uh, the end of that third quarter that, that led to some easy buckets for, for Sacramento, made it a closer game, but also prevented the Warriors, I thought, from having an elite third quarter uh, in terms of, of just the way that it went defensively. But then then they clamped down even further in the fourth, holding the Kings to, to 19 points. Uh, the Kings shot it, quick shot it a little bit, I, I thought, as the game 
uh, moved into the closing moments. And, and, and you saw uh, the difference between a team that has uh, a couple of guys that have been through the rigors of uh, regular seasons and postseasons and NBA finals and, and championships and held the trophy at the end of the at the end of the whole thing. You've seen the difference tonight, I thought, between the Warriors and just kind of the patience and the calm that they play with versus a Sacramento team that, that really was a handful for three quarters, but when it got down to winning time, it's a very young basketball team that's still trying to figure out uh, who's going to take the right shot at the right time. Uh, you don't want to get in a quick shooting match uh, against uh, a Steph Curry and, and, and even a Jordan Poole and, and some of the players that the Warriors have that, that can run it back the other way on you. So I, I thought tonight it was uh, a lot of the, the experience uh, and the calm versus the inexperience and the youthful exuberance uh, of that Sacramento Kings team that the Warriors were able to take advantage of. And uh, it all adds up to a 119-107 to win for Golden State as they beat uh, the Sacramento Kings tonight at Golden 1 Center, 119-107. to 888 888-957-957-0, 888-957-957-0. John Dickinson on 95-7 the game. It is Warriors wrap-up as the uh, Warriors... Uh, 3-0 and uh, on this season. couple of impressive wins, and I, I thought tonight had the, the markings uh, of a letdown game coming into it, to, to be perfectly honest, uh, coming off the, the two big wins uh, against the Lakers and Clippers. A couple of days off, uh, kind of a malaise in the Bay and in Northern California these last couple of days with everybody, uh, the rainy, windy weather, and, and, and I sort of looked at this game as a game that, maybe the, the Warriors didn't really necessarily need. Uh, if you look at Oklahoma City coming up on Tuesday, if, if if they didn't play well tonight and the Kings beat them and then you go win in Oklahoma City and you come home 3-1 and one with the eight-game homestand, I don't think anybody would have been quibbling too much about it big picture, but I also think it would have been the kind of game where uh, – Possibly, uh, if the Warriors hadn't gotten the job done, there would have been maybe a certain set of the fan base that might have looked at it and said, oh, well, wait a minute, you beat the two L.A. teams, now you can't go beat uh, a Sacramento team that figures to be in the bottom third uh, of the Western Conference playoff picture. And, and so that winds up, uh, you know, it, it kind of is a trend along the lines of you know maybe some of the things we saw last year where the team would get a big win and then ultimately there would be a, a situation where they would have kind of a, a let-up type of a game and, and sort of burn one of those wins. All right, uh, let's get to the phone lines. Again, 888-957-9570. Priest joins us uh, here on the phone. Hey, Priest, uh, you're on Warriors Wrap-Up with J.D. tonight. How you doing, my man? Uh, good to have you on. All right, how you doing? Uh, good, Priest. Thanks for taking my call. Nice to be on. Sure. Listen, uh, the reason why... <clears throat> I think people are kind of surprised by what's going on. It's because you got you guys just for some reason cannot go of last let go of last year. You you keep relating this year to last year. Last year has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with what's going to happen this year. And and that's why I, all off season I kept trying to get you to understand. Listen, players improve. Players that you build around them uh, help them 
play differently. And so Jordan Poole, for instance, you could tell that he was going to advance from last year. And I cannot get for the life of me to get you guys to understand that James Wiseman play this year will have nothing to do with last year. If you expect to see the same player you saw last year, you're going to end you're in for a surprise because people grow. Players, especially young players, talented young players, get better and take leaps. So my point is to say this. When you look at the players as a composite, as a whole, the team as a whole, you're going to see a team that has no resemblance to the team you saw last year. You have to take it for face value starting this season. And that's I could not get that across to any to none of you guys. It, but it's like now you see well, it, and when you see it going forward, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to jump in. I mean, Jordan Poole is the one player that stands out as a young player that played well, that earned his opportunity to play more this year and also continue to develop. I mean, he's really the only player for me at this point. Sure, Wiseman down the line, we haven't seen him yet because he's been hurt, but but Poole, is, Poole has checked that box to, to this point, but he earned that based on how he finished last year. Like, James Wiseman has to come back, and he starts from where he was last year. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to be the same player. I'm with you on that, Priest, and I'll let you finish your, your point, but, but Wiseman, Poole made the jump. He earned it. He, but he started to show signs of that jump last year. That's the one quip, one one part I'll quibble with you a little bit on, Priest. But go ahead, my man. I'll let you finish up. The 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 difference is, and and, and I, I don't think you really understand that. To me, Damian Lee is a completely different player than last year. I I, I think Jordan Poole made a jump. I think Damian Lee made a jump. I think Juan T made a jump. It's just not as evident. But as a collective, you can see the difference. They're maturing. And and when you see Wiseman, Wiseman was the year was cut off. Thanks, Priest. I'm, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you go on that note. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Look, I think Damian Lee's a solid bench player. I think he was a solid bench player last year. I think he's a solid bench player this year. I think Juan Toscano Anderson proved himself to be a solid bench player last year. I mean, he was in the rotation when they went 15 and five. He's been a solid contributor this year. He was a contributor tonight uh, in the time that he was on the floor, even though if you look at the box score, you may not, you know, fully, uh, it it may not fully show up uh, at at first glance. So I, I think those, I think those guys, the re the Warriors believe that they could they could continue to be what they were last year that's why they're on the roster and if the Warriors didn't think that they wouldn't be on the roster uh so I I, I hear what you're saying I, I agree with with pieces of it but I don't necessarily agree uh with the whole picture but Jordan Poole you know nice night for Poole 8 of 16 2 of 5 from 3 uh, I know Steve Kerr, and we'll hear from him coming up uh, in just a couple of minutes in, in his post-game uh, press conference. He 
handed out accolades for Jordan Poole's defense uh, in, in the ball game tonight. Thought it was his best defensive game of the year. He took some crazy shots. Uh, the Warriors missed a ton of layups. Otherwise, they might have been up 8 or 10 points at, at halftime uh, of that game and may have taken control of it even sooner. Uh, but a little bit of a loose defensive effort, I thought, in the first half. A lot of missed layups, and that put the, the Warriors in somewhat of a vulnerable position going into the third quarter, but I thought they clamped down in the second half. I thought in the fourth quarter uh, it was just another extension of that. And look, you, you go up and down this Warriors roster right now, and you know Gary Payton was one of the, the key contributors in this win tonight. Uh, Nemanja Bielica, key contributor, uh, mainly 1A to Steph Curry on, on, on opening night uh, in, in Los Angeles and, and helping him flip that game and, and earn a victory. Uh, so it, it, you go up and down the roster, and, and just about everybody has made a key play at some moment or a key stretch of minutes at some moment that has allowed this team to, to get the win uh, in, in each of these three games, respectively. All right, we'll, we'll pause. 888 uh, 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Uh, we'll get to some text messages, some good ones. We'll also hear from Steve Kerr. We'll hear from GP2, Gary Payton II, uh, and Stephen Curry as well between now and 10 o'clock. It's Warriors wrap-up. Warriors beat the Kings tonight, 119-107, to and you heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Curry off the screen, gets healed, now doubled, finds Porter. One dribble, left wing. There's Wiggins, three ball. Wiggins knocks it down. And there you go, double-digit lead. Now back to Warriors wrap up on 95-7 the game. 115 to 105 at that point. Andrew Wiggins knocking down the corner three, 150 to go. And that was the end of the night uh, in this one at Sacramento. Warriors go on to win it 119 to 107. Tim Roy, Jim Barnett on the call. John Dickinson back inside Golden One Center where the Warriors walk out of here tonight and back into the rain as they'll uh, head for Oklahoma City and the Thunder on Tuesday, uh, a 3-0 basketball team through the first week of the NBA regular season. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Uh, Steve Kerr coming up here on 95.7 The Game, but I want to get to some calls, and uh, let's get to Dre. Dre's up first here this segment on Warriors Wrap-Up. What's going on, Dre? Hey, JG, thanks for taking my call, bro. You got it. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I didn't see the game. I was watching the Niners getting frustrated as usual. <laughs> but I did see the first, I did see the first two games of the year. And what you said before the commercial, that Bielissima, he really impresses me. The team as a whole well, he, is impressing me. A 3-0 start. He, he, it, yeah, and I'll just jump in real quick. Yeah, he won them the first game. I mean, like he won them a game against the Lakers because they had no answer for him. And then, and there's been a number of players through these first three that have all done that. But let, I'll let you finish there, Dre. Well, thanks. I yeah, I concur. He won that game, and um, the, the team's looking good. Like you said, Jordan Poole. I was still mad at him last year for missing that pass against the Lakers at the end of the game there, but he's come out strong. You know, you can't hold a grudge against a guy forever. I like what I'm seeing. It's looking promising. Hey, the Niners season's basically over. Boy, it was just starting for me, and it's looking good. Thanks, Dre. I kind of had that thought tonight, too, and I was keeping tabs on the uh, on the football game like a lot of people in Northern California, I think, were. Uh, and I, I kind of had that thought, like, boy, well – 49ers heading heading down a, a a bad road, and now the Warriors though are three and zero and looking like they could make a, a little bit of a run here to start the season, and then get Clay Thompson back at some point here in the next couple of months. But yeah, a lot of different contributions up and down the line for the Warriors, not only tonight but over the two wins in uh, L.A. and a Golden One or at a Chase Center on Thursday night against the Clippers. Latrell is next here on Warriors Wrap Up. Hey, Latrell. Hey, JT, can you hear me? Yep, I got you loud and clear, my man. How you doing? I'm I'm doing good, man. First first time caller, long time listener, of course. Um, yeah, I just I just called to to disagree with my man Priest earlier. Um, you know, I've I've been a Warriors fan my entire life, and I I, I know we go through our, our ups and downs uh, as an organization, as a fandom, for sure. Um, but I I think it's just ahistorical to say that a preceding season has no impact on the current one. I mean, even in the, in the years where we won titles and we've looked to be the favorite the next year, you always point back to something that happened the previous year to say, you know, this is the direction that the team is headed or this is what we need to fix. And I think 
looking at, like the previous caller just said, Dre, what he just said about having Bielitsa, right? Like that signing was a direct consequence of having uh, a couple of free agents last year that just were not fit. And I think, you know, we're learning a lot about Kerr and whether or not he could be uh, flexible in terms of his game planning. Uh, that informed our, our new coaching staff overall. It informed uh, maybe what things we should be asking of Stephen Curry and what things might be unfair to ask for, of him. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think it's just it's just due diligence as a fan, right, to, to be keeping tabs on, on the kinds of progress that the team is making year after year because anything in this league, nothing is guaranteed. You see that the, the Nets are struggling. The Los Angeles Lakers just, you know, squeak to win out, uh, uh, you know, despite uh, Kent Bazemore's best efforts to sabotage that one. Um, but we really got to pay attention and make sure that our guys are growing in, in, in a sustainable way and in a winning way. And I think last year, although it was a down year, it taught us a lot of ways of how this team is going to win in a sustainable way moving forward. Appreciate the call, Latrell. Good stuff. Yeah, going back to, to Priest's point, I mean, seasons definitely lead from one to, to the next. There's no doubt. And, yeah, they didn't have anybody like Bielitsa on their roster last year. They went and they got not only Bielitsa, but Otto Porter, who, you know, hasn't done a lot to this point, statistically speaking. Uh, I, I thought he was, you know, on the boards a little bit tonight. He was he was active trying to make an impact. But, but up and down the roster, the, the Warriors have uh, you know, more depth than they've had, really, at any point, you know, certainly the last two years, maybe even the last three or four years. Uh, not as top-heavy a roster with, with no Kevin Durant and, and DeMarcus Cousins isn't waiting in the wings is maybe the, 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 the fifth guy at some point, like the, the final year they made their finals run. But uh, the, the pieces fit together. It's not so much that Damian Lee or Juan Toscano-Anderson is, is the same player or a better version of, of himself now. It's just that they're being put, I think, in better positions to succeed based on the overall composition of the roster where they have different players that have different skill sets that can all uh, help a team win. Aaron in Oakland is up next here on Warriors Wrap-Up. Aaron, you're on 95.7 The Game. What's up, Aaron? Hey, thanks for having me on. Hey, look, it's, it's real simple. Right now, the young team, they got to figure out who they are, you know, and if they can figure this out now, multiple ways to win in different ways, have the rest of the league sitting around scratching their head going, how are they winning? That's not a bad thing. Just like when Clay Thompson comes back. If that's, that's the problem Kirk, Steve Kerr would want to have. How do I work Clay in? Because it's all firing on the same cylinders. They look good. They've got an easy first half of the season. And this is really an opportunity for them to work out those kinks, to get rid of those missed layups, focus up. Draymond is good. He had double figures, but the big thing he's done is stepped up to veteran presence, and he's guiding these younger players a little bit. Heard a little bit of that in game one and two. This is a, this is a team we can get excited about with not just potential for now, but for the next couple of years, it, it's a good foundation to build on. Stay away from the social media drama. Get up there, bang the board, give 110 every night. You know, and this is this is a team to get behind, I think. There's a lot of promise, man. A lot of promise. I ain't been excited about a team like this for a long time, man. A long time. Aaron, thanks for the call. I, I think a lot of Warriors fans are really excited uh, uh, about just, just watching this team because Steph is Steph. 
and and he put on the show the other night against the Clippers. He made some big big shots tonight, uh, and 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 helped. I, I thought keep the Warriors in the game in particular in the first half. And you just go up and down. Draymond, you know, tonight fourteen, but the defense has been there. Wiggins, you don't ask a ton from him on a night in night out basis, but there he is with seventeen big ones tonight and knocking down a, a couple of threes in the fourth quarter when you need buckets to put the game away. And Jordan Poole, uh, again in that sweet spot of being able to grow and develop while also helping this team win and play alongside Stephen Curry right now. Uh, and then he'll shift into a, a sixth man role when, when Clay Thompson comes back and is in his Clay Thompson again. And then everybody else from Peyton to Bielitsa to JTA to Damian Lee. Uh, I mean, you, you go up and down the, the roster, Iguodala, you know, who was going to step up for Iguodala? Well, Gary Payton, the second gave an Iguodala like performance, knocked down a couple of huge threes did a lot of little things, played good defense, was a plus six off the bench, 10 points, and on a night where Iguodala couldn't go, and there's going to be some nights where Iguodala isn't going to be able to go because he is still an older player, a little banged up with the hip. The Warriors aren't going to want to get carried away with with overextending him, and so it's going to be on a number of different players here and there to fill in on those nights, and Gary Payton was up to the task tonight, really the first time he'd been tapped for any significant role this year, and what does he do? He comes through. An impressive, impressive effort tonight uh, for GP2 as he adds himself to the to the long list of, of guys that are really helping this Warriors team off to this 3-0 start. M Squared in Dublin is up next here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, M Squared. Hey, what's up, J.D.? Um, Glad to hear your voice again on the on the uh, 95.7 here. A um, couple things I wanted to call out. You know, um, you touched on Otto Porter, and he hasn't done a ton yet. I don't think he's really gotten into his position where he can knock down that corner three. And I don't think Kerr, I think he's bringing him along kind of slow. But the, just like the key thing that stuck out to me tonight, in the fourth quarter, he had that dribble drive, and he could have taken it all the way to the rack, but he knew better and saw Wiggins in the corner and hit Wiggins. And, you know, this is now out of the first three games, Wiggins has hit a couple big dagger threes in the fourth quarter when teams were trying to make the run. I think the biggest thing that you hit on is, you know, last year, you know, these guys know how to play, but last year there was the group of guys that knew how to play, but it was a push and a pull. Damian Lee couldn't be his true self because there was times he was on the court with Oubre and, I really like Oubre, but he didn't really fit what the team was trying to accomplish and didn't want to buy into it. He didn't want to change his style. So I think the guys that you have now, it's allowing the JTAs and the Damian Lees and the Wiggins, it's allowing those guys to shine more because everybody's moving in unison. That's all I got for you tonight, man. Yep, appreciate it. And and Otto Porter, I think, is a, is a good example. That's a great great call as far as that play goes. And I, I mentioned the rebounding. He's been active. He had nine rebounds tonight. Uh, three offensive rebounds in, in the ball game tonight. I mean, he he led the Warriors in rebounds in 24 minutes tonight. Otto Porter. Junior, So he's been active, even though the shot maybe hasn't been there for him, but he's found ways to, to contribute. And, you know, you look at, at, at tonight, the Warriors, I, I thought, did uh, get hit uh, a little bit uh, on the offensive glass at times, but, but they had 14 offensive rebounds 
themselves uh, in this game, and, and they did get out-rebounded overall, 47-43, uh, but didn't get crushed uh, on the glass, as had been the case at, at, at different points last year, and, and that's been a bright spot. I mean, out-rebounding their opponent the first couple of games uh, and holding their own uh, against Sacramento for the most part uh, in, in this ball game, and you add it all up, and it's uh, another victory for the Warriors. And, and look, I want to go back to the young players. And, and I know Priest brought this up and about development. Look, the best thing for James Wiseman and, and Jonathan Kaminga and, and even Moses Moody, who, who didn't play tonight after Steve Kerr got him into those first two games for a couple of minutes just to get his feet wet and, and, and see some live NBA action. The best thing for the Warriors' young players this season is for the Warriors to be good enough to where there isn't a pressure to play them before they're ready. And that goes for Wiseman and, and that goes for Kaminga and that goes for, for Moody. And look, Wiseman's going to come back and he may show quickly that he's a different type of a player and that, that he's going to have a role. I think he's going to have minutes carved out for him no matter what. And they're going to try to find a group of players that they can, they can put him together with and and he'll be uh, an effective player. I think they're going to maybe simplify the game for him a little bit more than they did last year. And and he's going to have to grow. But you know, Kaminga and Moody, the the best thing for for their development is to be able to develop behind the scenes with other players taking the minutes and this team being good enough to where there doesn't feel like there's that you're missing out. By by them not playing or ah uh, this team's okay five hundred team kind of eh so let's get the young guys in there and 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 get them you know some minutes like this team and it was apparent in the preseason and I've said this a number of times over the course of the last couple of weeks Steve Kerr joked about chasing wins and hey this year they're chasing wins and and all of that look at who's playing and 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 who's not playing like this is a veteran team. <laughs> for the most part. I mean, you know, Wiggins is is still a younger guy for as long as he's been in the league, but but Looney and Draymond and Curry are veterans. Bealitz is a veteran. Porter's a veteran. JTA is not a veteran in terms of experience, but he is a veteran in terms of 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 age and 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 just, you know, stature as a as a grown grown human who's been through some things in his life. Uh you know, Damian Lee uh is a veteran. Uh, at this point. So the guys that are playing are veterans. And you know Jordan Poole may be the lone exception as far as you know, young guy that is playing, but he's also trying to develop. But that's by design for, for this Warriors team right now. That doesn't mean Kaminga and Moody aren't this or that. It, it just means that they're going to develop behind the scenes and develop without maybe getting on the court for the Golden State Warriors, probably going to see some time with the Santa Cruz Warriors. And then you know what? If there is an injury or a series of injuries or that they prove their medal at the lower level and in practice, they will get opportunities to, to step in and play. But there isn't going to be a pressure to have to get them out there and, and shoehorn them in uh, when when maybe they're not ready or the fit just isn't quite right. But the only way you can have that kind of continuity is if the guys that are playing are playing at a high enough level to where you can win and just run through status quo with the with the rotation that, that you have laid out. And to this point, Steve Kerr has been able to do that through these first three games. It's Steph, it's Poole, it's Wiggins, Green, and Looney. 
it's Bielitsa and Porter and Damian Lee Iguodala when he's been healthy. Uh, you know, Juan Toscano Anderson and tonight Peyton played uh, minutes because Iguodala was out and he stepped right in and 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 helped get the job done. So, uh, real good stuff from the Warriors through these first three games and, and winning, I think, in a couple of different ways. Law-abiding citizen is up next here uh, before we hear from Steve Kerr on Warriors wrap-up. What's up, law-abiding? Hey, hey J.D. Uh, great show as always. Hey, man, I just really wanted to say, man, like it was a great Warriors win. I just I love listening to you after the, uh, the games always, but – Man, the show is not the same without Ryan Covey, man. I just want to say I miss that guy so much, and I'm out. Appreciate it, my man. And, yeah, you and me both, brother. Uh, I, I, no doubt. Nothing but love for my man, for my man Covey. Uh, no no question about it. Nothing for nothing but love for him uh, as he made the, the decision to, to move on. And, uh, yeah, just all respect. Uh, absolutely. So appreciate that phone call. Let's go ahead and hear from Steve Kerr uh, here tonight as the Warriors get the win 119-107. to And uh, he addressed uh, tonight's win in sack. I haven't even really looked at the box score, but uh, just the contributions from, you know, Gary and Otto in particular off the bench uh, making such a huge difference. And it's uh, it's really just fun to see the depth of our team. You know, Juan came in, gave us huge minutes. We needed those. Damian Lee kept us afloat in the first half. So um, a lot of really good stuff out there. Jordan Poole probably had his best defensive game, and he supplemented it with with a really good offensive night, too. So uh, a lot of good stuff happening, and uh, the guys are excited. Steve, you were really excited coming into training camp the preseason now into the regular season are you even a little surprised how quickly it's all come together um i'm not really because you know we we have our core that is responsible for the way we play steph draymond loon getting andre back um and you know even you know guys like jordan and and juan who have been here the last couple of years so we had a lot of uh, sort of internal knowledge, but then the guys we added, I just I felt so good about our summer, you know, getting uh, Otto and and Belly and and uh, and Gary. Um, we, had, we just added guys who know how to play and uh, know how to move the ball, and and uh, it, it's been really apparent from almost day one of camp, just uh, you know how well this team fits together. You guys held them to forty-five in the second half. 19-4, Well, I think taking care of the ball was a huge part of our defense. You know, we only had seven turnovers, really six, because we took one at the end on the shot clock uh, violation. And that was the difference in the game. You know, we um, they had 19 and we had it's basically six. So, you know, we got all those extra possessions and we didn't uh, put ourselves in jeopardy in transition. That's the the thing that kills you going against Fox in particular, but the Kings have always been a, a great transition team over the years. And so I, it, it felt like we kept the game in the half court more in the second half. Flipping off because he's in the room, but, um, you know, last week at this time, Gary was available for, for 30 teams across the league. What was your worry level um, when that was? Oh, hey, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was in here. <laughs> uh, just, you know, I mean, what was your worry level? Because, I mean, obviously he won the 15th spot, but just the mechanics of it all. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it was um, an interesting time. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, Gary's been fighting for his spot in the league uh, for years. And if somebody had picked him up, I would have been happy for him, you know, that somebody had claimed him and, and put him on the roster. But selfishly, I wanted him for our roster. But um, just glad it worked out because he, he gives us a dimension out there that um, really adds to our team, the athleticism. Um, you know, the, he had a couple dunks today, one on the lob from Steph. But the, the second one was really an amazing play. Looked like Steph had thrown it over his head in transition, and he, he went up and got it and laid it in. Um, amazing, amazing play. And um, that athleticism and that, that defensive uh, grit played a huge role in the, the victory tonight. Yeah, started. 3-0, still to take care of business in Oklahoma City. Then you have eight at home. Is there a point where you start getting greedy about what kind of start you guys can have, or is that getting too far ahead? To, to think that yeah, that's getting too far ahead. I mean, I, I think this was our best game of the three so far. Um, when we take care of the ball like that, we're really hard to beat, and um, we've we've got to keep pounding that that message home. Uh, but this was the best two-way game we've played. Uh, we were rock solid with the ball. Uh, we had multiple guys come in off the bench, play well. Uh, so the main focus now is just continuing to get better uh, night in and night out. And, you know, the one problem with having an eight-game homestand, as you know, that's going to flip um, the other way down the road. And so um, we can't we, – we just have to look at the total 82 and not get ahead of ourselves. Draymond scored 14 tonight. You guys almost never lose when he has that many. Uh, what have you liked about him offensively? Uh, I've loved his energy, um, his attacking the rim. You know, he's had some hoops um, in all three games, just going to the rim off the, the pocket pass from Steph when people are, are blitzing him. And uh, he's just been super aggressive, which is uh, the best version of, of him. And then, of course, defensively, I mean, he's he's a one-man wrecking crew out there. Um, some of the plays he makes at that end are mind-boggling. He's uh, just one of the one of the great defenders of all time. All right, so Steve Kerr there, following the Warriors' one nineteen to one hundred seven win in Sacramento over the Kings. So the Dubs now three and zero on the season. Talking about everything from the Warriors' off season as he looks at this roster. Adding guys that know how to play as he singled out Otto Porter, the signing of Nemanja Bialica, and even Gary Payton II, who was a key contributor uh, tonight in his 17 minutes, the 10 points, the 4 of 6, the dunk on the highlight we played to open the show, a couple of big threes, one late in the third, one early in the fourth, and then Steve Kerr uh, pointing out, really when you look at, at the stat sheet tonight, the difference in the game was the, the extra possessions the Warriors had. 19 turnovers for Sacramento tonight, six for the Warriors in this one, and the Warriors wound up with 43 made field goals in this game. The Kings had 42, but the Warriors wound up with 11 more shots, and they needed the 11 more shots because they only hit 44.3% uh, from the field. The Kings uh, at 48%, just a tick under 49%. Knocked down 15 threes. They cooled off in the second half. Sacramento had 10 three-pointers banked in the first half, only hit five in the second half. They were five for 22 in the second half. Much better defense after the, the 10 for 24 start in the first half for Sacramento. And the Warriors got to the free throw line tonight uh, as well. 
the Warriors 20 of 24 from the free throw line tonight. Sacramento 8 for 13. So uh, that uh, also in a game that the Warriors won by 12. The Warriors had a 12-point advantage uh, at the free throw line with 20 uh, of 24 to the Kings, 8 of 13. So Sacra- or, so uh, the Warriors, and you look at, and it was spread out too. You look at who got to the line and, and, and all of that. Uh, Steph got there six times, uh, leading the way. But yeah, Wiggins got there four times. Poole got there four times. Uh, Damian Lee, I mean, everybody with the exception of, of Gary Payton and, and JTA got to the free throw line at least twice tonight. And that winds up being... Uh, where the Warriors get an advantage in this one. All right, that's going to do it uh, for tonight uh, as the Warriors get the job done over the Sacramento Kings. Uh, keep it locked here throughout the week uh, to 95-7 the game. want to thank uh, Sterling, want to thank Charlie, want to thank uh, Ryan Mauser as well. Uh, we, we really appreciate the help uh, of one and all. Uh, I'm John Dickinson. Warriors get the win tonight in sack, 119-107. to 107. Uh, And you heard it right here on your home for Warriors basketball. It's 95-7 the game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.